and B asks about getting started with FI, which is fallible ideas. What should a beginner focus on? What are some common pitfalls and how should we address them? Beginners should try to interact on a regular basis. Making mistakes and having misunderstandings is inevitable. Things are going to go wrong, there's going to be problems, there's going to be miscommunications, there's going to be confusions. You don't want to take a confusion and then build up a bunch of ideas on top of it and then build up a bunch of ideas on top of those. You don't want to have layers and layers of confusions. Then you will get a tangled mess. What you want to do is talk about ideas as you learn them and get feedback on which ones are confused fairly quickly before you build on them a lot. So you don't want to read an entire book, for example, and then try to discuss it afterwards and sort out all your mistakes and misunderstandings and so on afterwards. It would be much better if you discussed a book chapter by chapter, or maybe even post about a particular page or a quote as a, as a problem comes up, especially if it's like a bigger problem. Like if you recognize that you're not understanding something or something seems wrong to you or you have a counter argument and it seems important, then you can just post about it right away when you get to it. And then the better you understand like chapter two, the more sense chapter three is going to make. When you have a have a good understanding of the early parts, it helps with understanding the later parts, rather than piling, you know, the more confused you are at the beginning, the more it's going to cause confusions about the later parts. But the more you learn about the beginning, the more it will help you get through the later parts better with fewer mistakes. So it is a problem when people are just like silent for a long time, or just try to do a bunch of learning on their own without feedback and criticism and error correction from other people. Because then, like, whatever your blind spots are, whatever things you're bad about, your personal weaknesses, if you're not getting feedback from other people, then you're going to fuck up those parts. Like, everyone has some things that they're not so good at that some other people are better at. Um, so feedback really helps with that, in addition to just, in general, like, you're going to make some mistakes and not everyone will make the same ones and so on. Some people try to, like, only discuss it with their... Uh, real-life friends that they know in person or that kind of thing. That, that's not a good idea because those people like don't know all the things and they're apparently like choosing not to participate in serious public discussions with quoting and actually replying to quotes of what people said instead of just like vaguely what you think you remember them saying five minutes ago out loud that you can't reread. Like, it's, it's a big difference in type of discussion. If they're not willing to participate in a serious discussion, it's still fine to talk to them and stuff, but you shouldn't think that that's, like, all you need to do. You shouldn't make that, like, all of your feedback is those kind of people. You, you should limit people like that to part of your attempts to have discussions and get criticism and so on. Like, try, try not to overestimate them too much. A lot of people read stuff and some hostility even gets built up. Or like, not necessarily hostility, but maybe they find some idea ridiculous and then they keep reading and they find more stuff ridiculous and after they've read a bunch, they just think the whole philosophy is ridiculous and 
it can be hard to come back from that and actually go through things bit by bit and sort it out. If, if they weren't willing to, to deal with things in a meticulous, detailed kind of way in the first place, usually it's never going to happen and they just say, oh, it's all ridiculous and they won't be specific and it never gets sorted out. Their thinking is never like organized and rigorous. So it's important to try to use good methods from the beginning rather than do your learning in the wrong way with the plan to maybe fix it later. If you're not doing things the right way now, why, why are you going to do it right later? A lot of times when people read something and they plan to reply at the end, they're just hiding from themselves the fact that they have nothing to say about it. And it's not going to be easier to come up with things at the end to say than it is now. Like, it's not easier to remember what was in chapter one a month later after you finished reading and then create comments about it. And in order to create comments about chapter one, if they were going to after finishing the book, the best thing to do would basically be reread it, go back through it, at least like skim a bunch of it, look at actual quotes, fully read some quotes and discuss them. Like find the parts you actually disagree with or have a question about or whatever and actually talk about them in a specific way. But, like, people will read the book and then they'll think it was wrong or whatever because they misunderstood 50 things and then they misunderstood 250 things that were based on the first 50 and so on. So they don't, But they get to the end and they, they think there's stuff wrong with the book and they think, like, the book was pretty good and some of the parts were good and made sense and other parts were wrong and because they didn't understand that part or whatever. Or maybe some parts really were wrong. But it, it could just be that there were misunderstandings. And then they're not motivated to reread chapter one. They're like, why would I want to read that? The book was like pretty cool, but not that great. Like, it takes a lot of interest to like go back and actually reread the entire book and then discuss it bit by bit. It's way more realistic for them to just do that on the first reading when they're actually reading it and it's new and more interesting because, because it's fresh. The same thing happens on a small scale when people read emails. They read, like, longer emails, but, you know, not all that long. And, like, they'll read the first paragraph, and they'll be like, that's pretty good, maybe I should say something about that, but then they keep reading. And then they get to the end, and then they haven't written anything, and then they don't go back and reread and create comments. Like, if they didn't have the comments while they were going through in the first place, why are they going to have them at the end? The comments don't magically pop into their mind when they get to the end. So then they just don't say anything. When I reply to stuff, I usually write comments as I go along. People make excuses like, um, well, what if the person answers this issue later? So I better keep reading to, to find out. Like, maybe my criticism is wrong and they say so later. Maybe they are, I have a question, but they give the answer to the question later. Maybe something's unclear, but they clarify it later. So they come up with these excuses for why they need to keep reading before they write their reply or, or say anything or actually put their, their impressions and reactions into words. But that's not a good idea in general because then they just keep reading and then they never put those things into words. So what I do is I just write my thoughts when I have them, like as they come up, and then I read the rest of the post 
And if some question got answered or whatever, then I will just go back and edit what I wrote. Like if something becomes inapplicable, I can go change it later when I, when I do read the rest. That way I get to write stuff before I forget it. Put things into words before I like lose the idea. And I don't have to go back and edit things very often. I have a pretty good sense of what will get answered later, what will become irrelevant later. And also, a lot of what I write is principled and uh, kind of has general interest. So rather than being like really specific to what the person's saying. So the more you're writing things of general interest, the less reason you would have to want to change or get rid of them, like no matter what the rest of the email says. Like it's just, you know, if you're writing something you could just throw on your blog, then regardless of what the rest of the email says, you're not going to regret writing that. It's still perfectly good material. Ability to predict uh, what the rest of the email is going to be like so that you know like whether this question will get answered, whether this will be a relevant criticism after reading the whole thing or not, is something you can get better at with practice. Like each time it comes up that you actually have to go back and edit something, you can think about was this in any way predictable? Uh, should I adjust my guesses in any way? And and so you can get to the point of that doesn't happen very often. It's not going to be zero, but it can be not too common. Not that it's a big deal when you edit something anyways. Like Writing out your thoughts on something is, is a thing a lot of people could stand to do more of, not less of. You shouldn't be trying to like limit it to to the like minimum necessary. It's not a big deal if you do a bit of extra composing your thoughts into organized sentences. You know, that's that's a good thing to practice and do and and find not to be a large burden. Uh so getting started with FI, what else? So what I've talked about so far is discuss regularly so that you're not building misconception on misconception. Try to get frequent regular feedback so that you can course correct relatively quickly before you go off in the wrong direction because inevitably you'll have misunderstandings of some things. There's a lot of other stuff that's important like trying to be honest, trying to be clear, Trying to say what you mean instead of sound fancy. Another thing is directly stating problems you have. So like, if you think some criticism is mean, you should just say so and try to explain why you think it's mean and talk about what you think the problem is and what you think would be better and so on. Don't just like assume, oh, that person's a jerk and it's bad and obviously they're being bad on purpose and therefore there's no point talking about it. Try to assume that if someone is doing something bad, it's at least unintentional, and they will appreciate discussion of it and advice and criticism. Try, try to treat people that way. And people don't find that very natural, because if you go most places, like if you go on Reddit, and you go in the comments and you talk with people, and someone's mean to you, and then you say, hey, could you stop being mean to me? I think that was mean, and here's why it's bad to be mean. That will not get a good reaction. 
not only will they respond by being like even more mean to you, but like other people in the crowd will make fun of you. Which is like really lame, but it teaches people to not try to solve meanness problems and that it's just intentional. Like that's what they're used to dealing with their life in their life, like at school. The people at school who are like being jerks to you were not going to stop and reform if you said, hey, it seems like you're being kind of a jerk. Here's why your behavior is not very nice. And here is some ways of treating people that I think would be better for both you and them. You know, you can't like say that to a person being a jerk at high school and expect a reasonable reaction. Um, they're being a jerk on purpose they're not going to take that well. But FI is a different kind of place where we try to have a different atmosphere and a different ethos and to much more often directly talk about issues. Like, if there's an elephant in the room, the best thing to do is just say it instead of just assume everyone knows about it and it goes without saying. Try to be more blunt and direct.